Hi, Claudia. Welcome to the Blue Citron Podcast. How are you? Hi, Vim. Thanks. Good, thanks. Very good. How are you? Good, good. I'm so happy that uh, we're able to have you uh, on the podcast because I know you are super busy. <laughs> As we all are. I know. I know. I know. Yes. Thank- no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be, to be here with you, oh, really. Thank you. Really yeah, thank you. One will think even during this lockdown period, uh, one should get some time to relax and all of that, but no. It's uh, it's equally yeah. busy, if not more. Absolutely, busy. absolutely, absolutely. Or maybe the right term is, if not busier, uh, English language. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's begin. So, uh, welcome again to the Blue Citron Podcast. And uh, over Thank here, you. we talk about different things. We talk about uh, elevating women. We talk about elevating African women and the African child. Uh, of course, we also talk to men and, you know, they tell us about uh, their, you know, uh, career experience and uh, life experiences mm-hmm. and uh, also just, you know, giving advice to, to the young ones. Um, basically, yeah, so it's really, really nice to have you here. So, Claudia, I know you are in the Thank IT so world. Excited. So, yes. tell us how you ended up in the IT world. And you are an account manager at Salesforce, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So that, 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 that's actually a, f- a funny story because I mean, when I studied, I did everything not to end in IT. Ah! <laughs> you know, it's like I studied political, so I have a bachelor's in political science, a master's degree in uh, public administration from okay. France. So I, and in school, I just, I just hated numbers i hated math i hated everything around stem you know it also is like i think um everything around um you know math mm-hmm. and everything around finances just seemed so overwhelming to okay. me you know so i was like no i this these are the things i do not want to do and here i am as an account manager in the it industry <laughs> um, but <laughs> you know one thing i saw is that i had always been kind of in a position where i was selling okay. where i was doing something of presenting or selling or, or you know just and i think all, all of us in 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 life in some form of the or the other we we are sales sales people mm-hmm. we are business people you know you, everything you do you you have to present yourself you have to present your product your solution mm-hmm. and um i kind of ended almost by coincidence because um I was headhunted. I was in France looking for, for for a job for the first, I mean, re-graduate job after um, my master's degree. Mm-hmm. And I was headhunted by a um, recruitment agency out of London who was basically looking for an account manager for uh, Cisco in Germany. Okay. And then somehow this position got taken and then I ended up in Switzerland. I said, yeah, no problem at all. <laughs> I, I will also be in Switzerland. Yeah. And the person that... that you know, got the position in Germany, became a very good friend of mine. Also, oh, wow. As, as an, wow. As, 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 a, as a side mm-hmm. But I mean, coming to Salesforce, I mean, I, I worked at the uh, IT, my first company, the first company I worked with um, is basically like a, a, a Cisco partner, a system integrator. Mm-hmm. And I started as a business development rep, then evolved into account management, strategic account management, and really developing also the French speaking market because I had lived in France. Mm-hmm. So the, the Swiss French speaking market for the company worked four and a half years before transitioning to, to Salesforce. Mm-hmm. And also there, again, I find myself um, actually in the um, integration part. So I, I am an account executive for MuleSoft, which is the integration platform um, that works at Salesforce, mm-hmm. that works with Salesforce. Mm-hmm. And also there, you know, it's like I, I got into IT without any prior knowledge of IT. I got into MuleSoft without any prior knowledge of integration and what it actually means. Now, I, I mean, based off, obviously, I, I do understand more about it and I know what I'm doing, but it's like coming into IT or transitioning into IT has always been something where I was pushed kind of into the cold water mm-hmm. and then I started to learn how to swim in the cold water and I kind of liked it and I you know I stayed so right now it's been like yeah five five years almost five and a half years that I've been wow and within the IT industry and yeah I mean without you know no background in IT uh, basically and everything was really 
on the hand, I mean, I got training, of course. Uh, curiosity helps a lot. Um, on the hands training, speaking to people, speaking to different diverse profiles also um, from uh, customer success management, business development, engineering. I mean, because IT is so rich mm-hmm. and this is the beauty of it. Right. And also on a personal note was I, I went into IT with the knowledge, okay, let me just get a job. But once I was in IT, I understood there was so much more yes. to digital transformation to technology to what digital transformation does in our everyday life that I have been in IT actually all my life without knowing it because I was a consumer rather than a producer uh-huh. of it uh-huh. and you know helping people or helping businesses around it but once I got to the other side of really you know consulting businesses consulting CIOs consulting and uh, decision makers on what the right strategic move within their digital transformation journey is I really got the hang of it. Okay, th- this is something I really want to do. This is something that is really transforming lives, mm-hmm. that's transforming businesses, and I am part of it. Wow! I am part of of this whole, you know, journey of transforming companies. Mm-hmm. And then, on a personal note, to me, it was also important to portray myself out there in an industry that has very little representation of people of color. Mm-hmm and minorities and uh, uh, women in, in general. In general yeah. So, you know, so, so getting into IT to me was then, okay, I am in this very position where I can shape it into my own. I can really form a path that I can give back towards anyone looking at me because I came into the industry not knowing any person of color, very few people of color. Yeah and underrepresented group i mean really looking for who is out there who can i share thoughts yes with, you know? <laughs> and then I, i i thought okay if i have this feeling i know somebody else will look up at me would look to me and will have the same feeling yeah. and if the person is of the same heritage of me has you know is an underrepresented group <laughs> how much more powerful is that to see somebody successful in the IT field, yeah. you know, and then also saying, okay, this is a path that I potentially want to have for myself. Oh, wow. So this is, to me, this is, you know, this is right now the journey I'm on is no more just, okay, you know, where, what what job am I in? No, to exactly. me, this is really a path. Yes. You know, yes. It, it's really a path. It has become a mission to really thrive in the industry, to be successful, not just for me, but for everyone looking towards me, hmm. for everyone looking out there and say hey i i see this woman and she is out there and this industry does not represent her in the in the fullest of its form and you know it's a journey yes. we're there yes. but if she can make it and she feels comfortable oh. i wanted to be there i, I wanted i want to do that that's that's the journey i'm on right mm-hmm. now wow claudia i don't even know where to begin this is <laughs> this is very powerful you know uh fun fact i actually um Uh, spoke with uh, another lady in IT just yesterday um Ola Styler uh, and uh, she's also of course she's also just like you uh she got into IT by not studying anything IT uh, she studied French and German actually and, and she is she, she she's German she lives in Germany as well because uh, you're German uh, as well you're German African yes. of course so Yes, wow yes, yes. um you're right you're so yes. right um to start with within the IT world as with a couple of other you know industries uh, there aren't many yeah. women and then even uh, a black women uh, uh, women uh, to yeah. be specific so uh, i think it's very amazing what you're doing and you know people can our listeners can you know hear this they can look up to you know they can just look at your photo and say okay well she can do it anyone else can do it i can do it too you know and they can be encouraged Absolutely. you know to get on board Absolutely. and get things going so yeah it's yeah. impressive what Absolutely. you're doing especially with the fact that you're like you know what numbers I'm out. <laughs> and then I see you need to really Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, numbers are so, so daunting. Yeah. I mean, ever since, I, I think it's it's all, it's also the experiences that we make in school. Yeah. You know, it's the experience that you make. To me, I was naturally always inclined 
towards languages right and, and, you know cons- i mean I, I speak five different languages oh wow just, just to give you an example of the reason why you know i wanted to do something conceptualized yes. you know politics yeah and united nations uh-huh. you know, this was like the, the 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 big dream but but then i said hey i can still you know have that big dream mm-hmm. have that voice mm-hmm. in an industry that is you know not really kin to me mm-hmm. but an industry that still needs a representation yeah. of ourselves of our women mm-hmm. and and to me i believe especially for the black community representation is key yes. it's, it's really really key you know i, I have i have a daughter and a son mm-hmm. my daughter is returning uh seven mm-hmm. in a week's mm-hmm. time and what, what i was raised born and raised in Hanover Germany so so I'm German by nationality mm-hmm. you know but but still I mean see having a, rep- a proper representation of who I am in the classroom I can tell you I have been in setting up to now up to date mm-hmm. most of the time I walk in the room I'm the only person of color oh, yeah. I'm the only black woman yeah. I'm the only <laughs> woman and and I'm the I'm, I'm the only black I can relate that, to that, that, that me too <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly so just that that setting yeah. you know puts you in a position where you think okay how can you make this work for yes. you because there have been a number of times where it has not really worked for mm. us so how can you really make this work for you and how do i want you know moving forward history to shape itself mm. i have the possibility to shape it within my my own world yeah. you know i have i have the possibility to shape history in a way that i think is going to be meaningful and impactful for the next generation to come yeah. and i'm going to start with myself because i know i have a daughter that's looking up to you yeah up to me and you know wanting to understand where do i belong because i mean last time i was we we were um, i mean we live in switzerland right mm-hmm. now and um we had to in switzerland after i think five years you switch your um residency uh-huh. so the residence card that you get uh-huh. Uh-huh. and at the back of every every person i mean we're four people my, me my husband are uh-huh. you know, at the back of every person's id card uh-huh. The, de- the 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 place of birth was different for me it was german uh-huh. for my daughter it was france <laughs> for my husband it was accra ghana uh-huh. and for our son it was switzerland oh my god you know, so <laughs> it's an international <laughs> family <laughs> co- co- completely you know completely but, but yet we i mean we we are all ghanaians at the end of the day mm. we're all ghanaians yes. but we all have and come with very different experiences okay. and i said like my my daughter she was born in france she's ghanaian mm-hmm. she's ghanaian by heritage yes she, she has parents that are ghanaian mm-hmm. she's german by nationality mm-hmm. she was born in france and she's living in, in switzerland, switzerland. <laughs> now, you know wrap your head around, around that, that. and yes. she's just she's seven this is her normal yes but she, i know she will walk into rooms where this will not be normal because i have walked into rooms mm. where people have asked me how come you are german how come you speak so many different languages yeah. how come you are black mm. but you're german you know mm. so you know having to explain yourself mm. in, in in like or kind of not even explain but justifying yourself right. and i got just sick and tired of this <laughs> so i said to myself you know I, I want to create a world yeah. or at least a narrative for my daughter mm-hmm. where she doesn't have to. Mm. And in order for her to do that, yeah. she has to see a real representation of herself yes. in positions of power yes. and influence. Yes. But if she doesn't, she will not have that because I have made that experience and I don't want that experience for her. So part of me really, you know, pushing hard, thriving hard, it's not even just for me. It's because I want her to see what we can do yes. what is out there what is possible at times i have calls especially now mm-hmm. working from home uh, being on the camera you know whenever especially when i have conversations with people of color with black people or, or at least diverse people uh-huh. asian whoever i make her walk into the room just to see that there is a different narrative uh-huh. that we we are diverse uh-huh. and we can you know still be together we can still work with each other and we can still be successful mm-hmm. just for her to have that notion of okay i am international i am a, a world citizen because this is ultimately what she is yeah. by having this four different you know cultural settings exactly. and i want her to feel comfortable with it comfortable enough and to know that okay this is normal this is just the way it is and i don't have to explain myself and justify myself that is so impressive and you know with what you're doing it's uh, and you know by just showing her 
you know, bringing her into the room and letting her see what you're doing. Basically introducing her gradually so it's it doesn't become a shock factor later in life absolutely. that's just yeah absolutely. that's really powerful what you're doing absolutely. that's really powerful um of course hopefully our listeners can take you know cues from this and 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 learn from from what uh, it's true this is really powerful but for you know if you can learn from what claudia is saying you know you could be from anywhere but of course uh, you know when you do your heritage is from a different place and you leave and your nationality is in another place and i i can relate with what claudia is saying i go for meetings and i find myself being the only black woman uh, number one the only woman uh, number two the only black woman you know exactly being in the in, in the energy space you know oil and gas industry well energy now together with renewables so i really really can relate uh, to that so of course there are women in in oil and gas don't get me wrong there are women in energy and all yeah, of that but if you find yourself living in a different country working in a different country and you are you know going in to have meetings and talking to people uh, about the energy world you will always stand out as you know number 1 the only black person <laughs> and then number 2 the, yes. <laughs> the the black woman um kind of thing absolutely so uh, representation absolutely, is yeah. really really key and important if we can start you know introducing our kids to it opening their their minds and eyes to you know it is not going to be an anomaly it's not going to be impossible look at people that look yeah. like me and you uh we're having this webinar yeah. call and you know when you get older and you start to work it would not be an anomaly so well done i applaud you Absolutely. for doing this uh, kind of stuff Thank well you. done really really appreciate it i don't even know what to ask you next i was going to say oh so what <laughs> skills do you have that is helping you to grow but you know with all what you said i can pick out a couple of skills <laughs> basically you know <laughs> that nurturing skill is already there communication skill is already there you know and the ability to also push yourself because it's not everyone that has that some people yeah. have the procrastinating yes. skills whereby yeah. they procrastinate yeah. forever you don't seem to fall in that category I, <laughs> so you know I, I, i mean of course we are we are not perfect and there are still so many dreams that i have that i are, are still unfulfilled yeah. um i have been talking a lot and i I've been, i've been putting it to paper but i really need to realize it right now and also going into the representation field is really no writing a children's book oh. because i just got got to the realization and you know the reason why it is not just for doing it because i'm a good writer whatever but the reason why is that you know on this journey of representation of diversity and inclusion and this is another topic that i actually wanted also to to to, to have maybe your views also upon mm-hmm. how what you think about that mm-hmm. is that on that journey i of course i'm looking for books children's book and and how can i make my my daughter bold how can i make my son bold uh-huh. and on that representation journey of course i want to find books that will reflect her uh-huh. reflect him you know uh-huh. and you 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 very quickly you get to L, just you know you, you hit the road yeah. you you hit a bump because there's just just not enough out that's there that's true and i mean i mean with 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 everything that's been happening with the killing of george floyd uh-huh. and, and with all the protests and the move, movements right now you yeah. know, the black community is really pushing out all the books all the literature and all the to to create awareness yeah. that yes we do have material but it's still not sufficient. Yeah. So on that aspect I was like okay a contribution that I can make mm-hmm. on this aspect mm-hmm. is really write a book mm-hmm. for her, mm-hmm. you know, because she has so she's so bright, she has so many different questions and I know that she and all the other little young girls out there, mm. black girls out there have questions that need to be answered. Yeah. But I never answered any books that never find their way into any, you know, newspaper articles or whatever or when they find their way into it is always attached to some something, you yeah. know, something miraculous. And I want to normalize the narrative and saying no, you are just as bright as anyone else. Uh-huh. You have questions just like anyone else. Uh-huh. So, if we should answer this question let's answer these questions with a way that you can see yourself in hmm. so if you want to become an astronaut and you want to see a female astronaut let me show you an astronaut that looks just like you so that you can actually really aspire for exactly. it exactly and not think this is too high or this is too far off or if you want to have last time she asked me mom 
why can't uh, blood be rainbow color? <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> you, you know, why can't it have rainbow color? Because her favorite color is, is rainbow. And I said, no, well, my favorite color is big. Oh, <laughs> favorite right, color is big. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, let us look into, you know, let us look into it, mm. the, the history of blood and why there is blood, and also look into different kinds of. Um, kingdoms like yes. the animal kingdoms and there you actually find that the animal kingdom has a diverse range of colors yeah. there's actually rainbow yes you know? and i said i want to put all of these different things into a book where she sees herself she sees herself in mm-hmm. it and she'll be proud of it uh-huh. and if she's proud of it yep so many different girls will be proud of it and i on also on a different note i just know that a lot of our community i mean a lot of a lot of our our people ghanaian nigerian whatever they don't have the proper command of the local language they're living in, I in the see. european diaspora it's, it, it's just the fact I it's see. just it's just the fact right so the reason that's a problem though I, I was like, oh, that is that, a that, big that's problem, a problem. That, that, that that is a real problem hmm. because i mean if you look at there's there's studies that have been made that just said i mean reading to a child you just paved the way the foundation for her to really excel academically hmm. so now you come into a country where you don't speak the language and their books that are out there number one don't represent you or anyone you know okay and number two are not in a language that you understand yeah so i said how can we change that because i believe that those mothers are also on the internet trying to look for you know books yeah. out there yeah and, and 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 can't really find it sufficient enough books and i said well if this is a gap then i want to close it i want to help close that gap oh. because i know the children still i mean even if the mothers don't speak the, the language they sh- they shouldn't be excluded from stories they shouldn't be excluded to tell their children stories good stories nice stories you know to help these children grow literally exactly. and, and and really excel in school so for that reason I said okay th- this is something that I want to indulge in because not am I just helping my children but potentially every other child that I know because I've made that same experience myself you know hmm. I I understand that completely fr- from my own perspective from 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 my ma- my mom I'm, I'm the last of five kids hmm. being and I was the only one uh, born and raised in Germany mm-hmm. and my mom didn't speak any G- German um when she got to Germany okay. right? so it it was a, it was a struggle ah. so you know reading books and stuff like that it didn't come natural to, to me mm-hmm. in, in the very beginning because they, they in our household it was we just didn't speak German we spoke English we spoke our local language uh-huh. but we didn't speak any German uh-huh. so you know I picked up however I mean being uh, you you're raised in the, in the country and stuff so I picked up mm-hmm. that, today I'm, I'm completely fine okay. but i know there's a gap and i know there are a lot of people and a lot of kids that don't pick up they, they just don't pick up and if you look also at um the way that our children hmm. black children Ghanaian children especially in germany you know if you look at the proportion of them being in schools that are not you know lead them towards the higher education field rather towards lower income jobs the, it's just disproportionately high uh-huh. and part of it okay. is because from the very root of the foundation things are lacking i see you know this is also part of the inequality gap that's okay if there's something i can close let me start there i'm starting with my daughter but i know who it can help yes. i know the impact in my make because i have experienced it on my own hand wow Wow, this is amazing um, and very uh, eye-opening as well uh, because, of course, this, in terms of if I go to the school aspect with, you know, children mm-hmm. of color or maybe black children, especially Ghanaian mm-hmm. children in, 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 in Germany, uh, the schools where they're attending is not leading them to something that would you know be a lot higher but just leading them towards a low-income job that is a problem this is something that is almost more synonymous to what we hear uh coming from the u.s you know and and the u.s Mm -hmm. has they they have Mm -hmm. their own peculiar problem so we're not even going to get there um Mm -hmm. but because germany seems to have that thing of you know very good education at at least that's what i've heard you know german schools german schools german schools and all of that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. are you saying um uh, for the for for Ghanaian children or even children of color, maybe black kids, are you are you saying that mm-hmm. uh, uh, the schools that is available for them is not on the same level as other other kids? 
Is that the case? So, so I will give you a, a very simple example. Okay. I was born in the 1980s mm-hmm. um, in, in Germany. Uh-huh. And I mean, we, are, we were a lot. Okay. We were a lot. I can't count the number of people that I know. But the number of people that I know that have graduated with an A-level degree, I can count them on my hands. What? The number is just, yeah. Wow. The, the people that uh, that were are of my year, uh-huh. like eighty-seven, uh, that have graduated, uh-huh. I can count them on on on, on a single hand. Is this that, because they wanted to graduate, or is or or there wasn't a, there wasn't uh, an opportunity for them? So these are two different so things: the, thing is, the opportunity is there absolutely. and people don't take it, or the or the opportunity isn't absolutely. there and people want it. So which which is it? The, the, so the thing is, I think it is more complex than that okay. because the opportunities are there. Okay. So w- one thing I see is that the opportunities are there. Okay. I'm proof of it. Yes. That the opportunities are there. Yes. I have graduated. You know, I had, I did my A levels degree. I did my uh, bachelor's degree. I graduated the thirty best percent of my year, uh-huh. and then I went to France to do my master's. Uh-huh. It, it, you know, before I transitioned from Germany, and I did all my education in Germany till my bachelor's, and then I went to to France to France to do. Yeah. It. So. The opportunities are there, uh-huh. but one thing I see is that the opportunities are not equally either known or distributed towards everybody. I see. When I went to school, and from people that I know, a, a lot of experiences that, that that some of my family and my friends have made, and me myself personally have also made with teachers, uh-huh. is that teachers very quickly try to gear you towards schools that are on the lower ending range. I you see. You know, the German system. They, they have um, they call it Hauptschule, Realschule, and um, Gymnasium. Uh-huh. To make it simple, it's like the lower, middle, and then the the, the higher, uh-huh. the higher school. And you know, the lower and the middle school is rather geared towards you know manual uh-huh. jobs or vocational training in the end, but not geared towards you know the, the higher education yeah. and the universities. That is really the highest school. That's where I was striving. Right. But already when I was in grade, I think in grade five or six. Uh-huh. Um, whenever there was a German test that had to be done or a math test or whatever test that, that involves writing, you know, uh-huh. teachers remarked, ah, oh, yeah, well, you, 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 you did, you did well, but you know, we understand because your parents are not from here and you are not from here. And I was German. Wow. I look, I'm black, but I'm German, you know, your parents are not from here. So kind of around, remarks like that. And then wow. other, you know, friends and family that I know where the teacher explicitly told them they should not even aspire to go for higher educative schools because they don't believe number one they have the support and number two that they will make it because they are black wow so you know if you if you foster this communication into a child because number one you are a person of authority uh-huh. and if you foster this type of communication in a child what is what are the odds that this child is not going to go for it so naturally you know yeah. they went most of them went for you know the, the lower hanging fruits yeah. of schools where you know okay let me just have a manual job and let me just you know don't break my 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 brain too much mm-hmm. and let me just go and then the, it, as there's no representation of of whoever you want to be mm-hmm. you know a, a doctor or whatever mm-hmm. you know you, you don't lay the foundation for these children to really thrive and to be motivated into doing something with themselves. Right now, the narrative is changing a lot. Yes. But it has been a very painful journey. It, it sounds like a it, very, very yeah. Painful journey because there are now so many. I mean, I was born a, a, in 87 mm-hmm. and the 90s, 90, 95, you know, mm-hmm. more Ghanaians came, came also to, to, to Germany in general, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, getting married, having more kids. So it, those kids that are now like 20, 25 years old, yeah. they, they, they are massive. It's, it's like if you go to Berlin, it's, you know, that's the Afro-German, you know, center. Yeah. And there's now this awareness of you know being Afro and and being proud of it. Wow! And this is a, a, this is what had been exempted for a long far time. Too long. Yes. Exactly. In in that culture, in that history, because yes, we were Afro, but we couldn't associate being Afro and German because number one, we were denied that uh-huh. you can be Afro and, and and be German at the same time because it's either you're German and when you're German you're white, and if and so you you're black so you're you're (laughs) you're from any african country you know and then you know this aspiration is just not not there so 
And then secondly, and this is one thing, the reason why I believe this is my contribution that I have to make is that I just see that the opportunities are there, but there's not an equal distribution and equal access towards information of that opportunity. Oh. So very young already, I made the point that I will help any community. You know, our communities are usually arranged in churches, houses, you know, social gatherings. That whenever I saw any, and I'm a youth me- mentor also, uh-huh. Whenever I saw any of the youth, I told them, hey, what are you doing with your life? What school are you in? Yeah. What grade are you in? What is it that you want to do? Because I just knew for sure, even though they were raised and they were born in the system, yeah. they knew nothing about the system. Wow. And you can say, well, they're ignorant, the information is out there. But no, the, the, the issues are far more complex than, than that. that. It's yeah. not that they don't know. And it's not that they 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 just don't, you know, go for the go for the information but if you don't lay the foundation that the, the information is out there and you can access it and on top of it not just access it but you can actually do something with that information mm. and make that information work for you why would you go for that information absolutely if you know yeah. in, in, the, in the very beginning that this information is so far off it will just waste my time why would you go for it so i made sure that every youth i didn't care what i mean we went to one church but i didn't care what church you were. i didn't care even whether you wanted to i didn't care nothing the moment i saw you were a, you were youth you're black i will talk to uh-huh. you and i will ask you what are you doing currently with your life where do you stand with your grades and if you need help call me i want to help you and 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 this is basically you know the how i really started to understand how diverse and how deeply rooted the problems were that we're facing in germany yeah. that we're facing right now yeah. the, the discussions that we're having right now you know it, it's not just in the states it is also in europe mm. it is in germany it is in the uk it is, yeah. in, France, it is in every culture it is, it is just everywhere wow claudia i mean this is this is this is eye-opening it's mind-blowing eye-opening and um it's very emotional as well and thank you so much for sharing uh all of this and even a bigger thank you to you for encouraging any youth you come across that is you know black because once you see them you yeah. challenge them you ask them questions what are Absolutely. you doing with Absolutely. your life what do you want to Absolutely. do you know you're laying the foundation Absolutely. for them you're doing something amazing and like they say they say a teacher's reward is in heaven but your reward is right here on earth <laughs> because not, i mean so like much. it or not you are a teacher you may not be a teacher you know have, you know taking a chalk and you know writing on a board or whatever but you know yeah. you're impacting um directly and indirectly and that's just oh my god that's yeah. just amazing uh and really powerful i'm really really happy to 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 have you on and to hear yeah. all of this from you no, it's, 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 you know it's you know because it's amazing I, I just personally believe you know i i, I thank you but by the way but i just personally believe that we have so much to offer yeah if, if i look at the the foundation of our community if i look at our culture if yeah. i look at the nigerian culture mm. if i look at, at the uh, Ghanaian culture mm. you know i look at movies i go to ghana you know and mm-hmm. um, i have nigerian friends i have cameroon friends and our culture is so rich and so beautiful. oh you can say that again i know <laughs> you know it, it's so it's so rich and it's so beautiful so so and then it pains me that with all that beauty that lies within our culture we are just at the edge of a society that is prosperous hmm. that is continuing to hit you know the high notes of economy of politics of society of every aspect in life hmm. and we are not part of it so you know i i even go the, the further i said okay i have understood the problems that we have in that we are in mm-hmm. yes there are injustices but we we also look need to look into the mirror and do our work absolutely we need to stop saying they are not giving us the opportunity work your tail off mm-hmm. this is what i that's what that's why i talk to every youth i challenge them because we have also become complacent with a lot of things that have been given to us handed to us because we believe well 
this is all that has been given to us. I can't aspire for more. And I said, no. Do you know the type of challenges that I faced when I was in university? Do you know how many times people told me to drop out? Hmm. Do you know how many times in, 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 in the working space I was, you know, the elephant in the room? Yeah. Do you know how many times I was ridiculed and belittled and I still went for it? Yeah. And I still stand where I stand? Yeah. So you have no excuse. You have absolutely no excuse. You have to, you have to understand that if you want to make a change in your life, it, it starts, starts with you. And it will end with you. Absolutely. Starts with it you. Completely starts and end with you. And here we have the possibility and we have the opportunity to change something for the better. Mm. And even if you don't just want to change it for you, change it for your sister, for your brother, yeah. for your uncle, for somebody that is coming after you. Yep. Because as far as I'm concerned, we are in the society. We're making children in the society. We are marrying into society. We are part of the society. We are. So let's shape this society. Mm. Let's speak about the society. Let's change the narrative of the society. We have been given a pen and a paper. Now let's use it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is honestly, um, yeah, I don't even know what to say again, but you, you are 1000% correct it's it's all well and good when you know something is right there for you to touch upon and use and yeah. you know and then complain but no 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 change starts and ends with you every individual Absolutely. you know like like you say you've got the pen you've got the paper pick it up and write meaning i mean Absolutely. that's Absolutely. that's a metaphor for get up and get something going yes. you know do Absolutely. something so um absolutely absolutely yeah, and hence i mean i i know i know i know it is overwhelming that that's that's why i say i think the work has to be done on both sides yeah. on both sides of, of the tunnel i know it is overwhelming hence i educate myself mm -hmm. in helping educate the youth mm -hmm. for them to become self-sufficient yeah because i know they they, they don't always know they, exactly they, it, it you know when you come from a household where it doesn't come natural you know to, to just pick up a book yeah or you know go uh, into the library i mean now it's, it's the internet you know mm -hmm. but but go into the library and and search for information mm -hmm. when you don't even know where this information lies where you don't even know whom to ask because you have nobody in your family that is a, a doctor mm -hmm. or that works in a law firm yeah. or that works in a bank yeah. you know so you don't even know the processes you don't even know how to write a simple cv you know let it know apply for a job and you don't know what to put into that cv you don't even know why do i have to write the cv i just want the job hmm. and if you don't understand the process and of the system you are out so in order to become part of the system and change the system, you have to understand it. Exactly. And in order to understand it, knowledge is important. Yeah. And because the knowledge is there, but it's not easily accessible mm -hmm. because of the different complexities I, I, I explained, you know, I want to close that gap yeah. and close this link. Say, hey, you don't know, let me show you. Mm -hmm. So the next time you know, exactly. and next time you see a brother or a sister. You can also show them. show them as well. Yes, exactly. yes. It's every drop makes an ocean. Every drop of absolutely, water makes an absolutely. ocean. Absolutely. Ah, absolutely. Claudia, I don't even know how to begin to thank you for all that you're doing because you, you, I mean, you may not see it directly, but you're really, really impacting people. I bet you know that already, but you know, you may not just have an idea of how much you've done for people. So that's, that's just amazing. And I, I thank you for it. And I mean, I'm sure our listeners, are, they're soaking all this in and, prob and hopefully and uh, probably also, you know, thanking you for whatever it is that, you know, you're doing to help, uh, you. Uh, you know, the youths, uh, that live in the West, especially those that are born in the West, yeah. because they're first generation Absolutely. to the Western country where they're born and they're second um, generation yes. to where their parents or grandparents are from or second yes. or third generation, yes. so to speak. Wow. Yes. This is yes. just, yes. Um, yes. I, I don't even know. I was going to ask you what next challenge you would like to take up and crush, but <laughs> hey, you already have the challenges and you're already crushing them. <laughs> so I don't even know what else to ask you. <laughs> You know, the, the thing is, I, I, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I see the challenges ahead and, you know, I, I just believe it takes people like you and me and, and, and so many more, you mm -hmm. know, bringing, sharing the word, bringing it out there, making an impact, reaching out to people and just sharing our experience. And, and this yeah. is what well, I, 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 
I meant early on and I would like to have maybe your views also in diversity yeah. and inclusion yeah. within the working space you yeah. know I right now I mean right now I, I see that as a huge engagement a huge commitment yes. towards the narrative of how do we make our working spaces more diverse yes. and more inclusive Yeah. and starting with you know hiring and promotion starting with inclusive culture and um you know meetings that will be truly diverse yeah. and 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 really um being aware of the type of languages that we use around certain groups and certain people that might be offensive and yesterday i had an interview an internal interview at Mielsof mm-hmm. around the topic of allyship and diversity and inclusion. Yeah. And I got so many, you know, remarks and also questions, mm-hmm. questions back, you know, from, I mean, different groups, of, of course, the black community, but also the white community, um, in a sense of trying to understand, because I think there's a lot of confusion around, okay, what diversity and inclusion is and how we could tackle it yeah. in the right way. I believe there is at this point not a right or wrong but just a moving forward and you know try and error try and error until we codify this and make it work. Yeah. And then also we can't I mean we we as a as a community are so diverse so what I believe or think is sufficient to me in terms of diversity and inclusion might not be the same thing for you. Yes. You know. So maybe I would like to have your your point of view also with within the oil and gas industry of how you have come uh, to you know engage into that topic yeah. and also how this topic has been introduced within your company. Yeah. Um, and in general, you know, what what your takes are on, on that? Yeah, I mean, I can I can I can give a brief of, of information on that. Um, uh, <laughs> I hope my company they're not going to get upset with this. But yeah, um, uh, for some years now, of course, I have been the only black person in in the company. Uh, mm-hmm. To be fair, mm-hmm. I never it was never an issue uh, for me. Mm-hmm. I say it was never an issue because maybe because of the type of company that it is. It is quite international mm-hmm. because you have mm-hmm. uh, we have all sorts of uh, uh, people from all over. We have people from India. We have people from uh, mm-hmm. Bangladesh. We have people from uh, Colombia, Slovakia, mm-hmm. uh, Russia, Estonia, uh, uh, Moldova. Um, wow. Where else? France, uh, mm-hmm. Portugal, um, uh, South Africa. But of course, it's uh, mm-hmm. white South African and uh, yeah. uh, Australia, uh, China. So we have people from everywhere, yeah. right? We mm-hmm. have people from Absolutely everywhere. Diverse, so yeah. it's very, very diverse in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. But of course, if we now decide to now start looking at, okay, maybe uh, black and brown, of course, it would be India mm-hmm. and myself. But if we now look at just mm-hmm. the black person, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. so we've never actually really, you know, looked into it in that regard uh, until, of course, mm-hmm. this Black Lives Matter situation started yeah. to, you know, happen. And then it became apparent that, oh, hang on a minute. Uh, Bim is the only mm-hmm. one here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, uh, she, she's in charge of the African market. And, uh, you know, yeah. maybe that's also by design. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's just a case of we could actually do better we could do more yeah, and uh, of course absolutely. being a very diverse company as well um uh we have been able to understand that you know people are from different cultural backgrounds uh yeah. people also you know have different way of approaching things and that has also mm-hmm. made the company also very rich you know because when yeah. you have people from all over the world in your company and people bring all sort of differences to it it makes it very mm-hmm. international it makes it Absolutely. just um yeah it just and it's a small company don't get me wrong it's not mm-hmm. uh what i mean by small is it's not like on the level of um having the 15000 you know staff mm-hmm. strength or even a 1000 mm-hmm. staff strength with just shy of right. being 300 actually so okay. we've gone All to right. like a mid-size i'll say maybe small to mid-size mm-hmm. you know and it is a young company as well we're barely 15 years old right. so so yeah okay. so we've been able to handle it uh in terms of diversity in that regard so far mm-hmm. but the diversity mm-hmm. and inclusion also goes beyond just race it also goes 
into the gender aspect it also goes Absolutely. into the sexuality aspect you have people Absolutely. that uh that um are um the lgbtq i'm learning all these things yes, now yes. myself because i don't exactly. you know it's not something that i've been used to based on you know my yeah. upbringing being um uh, nigerian you know um yeah. uh, you know so you learn all these things as time goes on so you mm-hmm. know you have the lgbtq mm-hmm. so all that parts is all important as well mm-hmm. in terms of you know yeah. diversity yeah. and inclusion Absolutely. you know and also Absolutely. uh you know you start to look into other for you know discrimination you start to look into other forms of discrimination which now goes into yes. gender you know you have some yes. women may be pregnant and they go on maternity mm-hmm. leave and then their career is put at a zilch or maybe <laughs> a cost or something you know so yeah. these are things that you know uh, a lot of it's 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 a whole uh, it's a whole lot of topic that's you know we we'll probably absolutely have to, to book another period to, to discuss because it's so wide absolutely. but now within it's the wide. industry within the oil and gas industry because uh, we as a company we've moved beyond just oil and gas we're now more like an energy space energy industry mm-hmm. and uh, lately I've done a whole lot of uh, talks on energy transition uh you know and right. especially with the african space uh using you know the solar you know because we have it in abundance anyway so why not yeah. why not tap into it and of course we also have you know lots of water i mean the entire continent is surrounded by the atlantic ocean and uh, and the indian ocean which i do here now they're trying to um a petition or sign some sort of petition to change the name to african ocean i don't know how how true that is so if that's going to happen i have no idea <laughs> but it's going to change from being indian ocean or something i don't know so so yeah so um within the within the energy space or oil and gas space to be specific yes the less women um and also in fact even more less women of color uh it's it's an industry that is of course filled up a lot with white men and also aging yes. aging white men to be mm-hmm. specific yeah. so um the industry is also a little bit volatile in such a way that it's not mm-hmm. sometimes it's not very encouraging to the youth to to mm-hmm. to actually be part of the industry to come into the industry because the oil price drops today and then next tomorrow yeah. it goes up and then next year yeah. it crashes again so you know yeah. young people want stability or they want something that is more fancy so it's all about yeah. the youtubes now <laughs> it's all about you know i don't know all these digital forms of you know uh, yes. career yes. Mm-hmm. even you know podcast and all sort of things you know that's what the yeah. youths want now they don't want to literally go and spend some years in school and study engineering <laughs> or economics you know and make critical decision i mean i'm not trying to negate the youth but but i'm just trying to say some of them just want that you know fancy way out absolutely yeah yeah I, I and i i i can i can absolutely relate to that and i i can absolutely um also yeah. on on the stand that aspect the way i usually you know also engage in that because of working with youth of course i i get to that point also and yeah it also at times pushes me to a water point frustration yeah yeah how, how, <laughs> how i how how i you know engage in that is that listen you can become or, or actually right now you are the consumer yeah and then i i flip over the numbers and this is actually where i actually go with the numbers even yeah. though i don't like the numbers too much but i tell them hey listen do you know by the, by the time that you have finished watching that youtube video youtube has made so so more millions out exactly. of you just sitting there and, and watching so <laughs> and, and watching so by the time you're watching somebody riding the latest you know suv car yeah youtube has bought about three within you know just the, the second exactly uh, you know in, in in that little in that little portion yeah in that little um instant so yeah they go like oh what and i tell them yeah and then and i show them for example also netflix mm-hmm. uh, i think it was yesterday i saw that netflix is uh uh executive executive board is, is an all black board right now you know, yeah led by women and, and men and i was so proud. yeah was this like, lady hey, yes. this ghanian because, lady bozoma bozoma saint patrick yes. or something i i just love that lady exactly. honestly i just love her i love her Absolutely. very long hair oh my god yeah she's no she's she's a powerful woman uh that lady 
Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I tell them, listen, they are creating things that you are consuming. Mm. So if you take so much pride and, and you, you have so much um, joy in consuming, why don't you sit down and create your own content? So you can still be the YouTubers and the bloggers and whatever, but do meaningful stuff. Do yes. things that the way you like whatever you consume, be the producers of it yeah. and create something where people would talk about you uh-huh. not just you know you talking about other people but, but become the producer become the entrepreneur become somebody of value that is going to change you know part of this history because and and this is where i think a lot of confusion comes in also with the youth and understanding but, but what can i do because yeah. the world is so big and poor little me i say no you have are so unique brought into this world and uh-huh. you have talents and skills that only you have and only you can bring out there's nobody else like you look you know god created just you and nobody yeah. else like you even if you have a twin there's just one twin that has that fingerprint and the other one ha- doesn't have it exactly so when you come to that realization understand that you've been born with something so unique so powerful uh-huh. and the world you owe it to the world to shine bring it out in order for somebody else also to see their greatness huh. you exist in order for other people to know their greatness because when you shine and when you bring out your greatness other people can have get a sense of hope and believe oh yes actually i can do this too i can aspire for that too you know yeah. and then you 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 understand hey yes i i am actually meaningful i am actually mm-hmm. a person of of value uh-huh. and you know i actually have something to say even if it's small but people need those small people inside of the whole wheel to, to fill this whole big picture up otherwise it would work it, and it's it would be so boring if just two or three people had something to say we are so diverse we have so much joy and energy and passion it needs to come out to the world it needs to it needs to totally wow <laughs> i really like the way this conversation has actually even gone from what i actually thought to this entire stuff <laughs> it's just amazing it's beautiful i love it i love it this is amazing that's great, that's honestly great, i need to have you great. more on, on here you need to come more definitely yeah, you know my pleasure my pleasure absolutely i think we have so many different things to touch upon oh, oh that yes we will not be able to to, to fill the time we right would, now honestly time we would yes. <laughs> we would so what's going to happen is i i, I told uh, another friend of mine that i had actually had on the channel uh we're going to have like a a three way or four way you know uh session and you know we just you know discuss and all of that i think that's going to be amazing maybe we could even make it a video session i don't know we could make it a voice session i don't know but let's see how it goes because i'm open i'm open to anything awesome awesome oh my god yes no you've you've uh honestly you've exceeded you know if you have exceeded my expectation of the discussion this thank evening and, so and thank you thank you thank you all the thanks goes to you honestly thank you for everything <laughs> I, i i appreciate what you're doing uh directly and indirectly to to the to the young ones it's just it's amazing it's going to go a long way so claudia who is the woman behind all of this because i know you're doing a whole lot of things so you know who is who's Claudia Bruce Quate did i pronounce your last name properly <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right absolutely right so i think who is Claudia Bruce Quate this is a, a a nice question a tough question if i look <laughs> at my background but i believe i'm you know still that little girl that never stopped dreaming uh-huh. that never stopped hoping and that never stopped believing in god that god had put in something bigger in me than i was seeing mm. and i also believe that i am the accumulation of so many people that instilled their voice and their greatness and their passion in me starting with my mom mm-hmm. you know that came to germany in the late 80s and raised me basically by herself before she met my stepdad mm-hmm. and you know really pushing and and giving me a sense of you are bigger than our current situation wow you you are bigger than you know where we are right now and where i see you 
I will push you even though you are not there yet. I will push you. And even if I don't understand the German, I'll push you. You know, I will be the African mom that will be mm-hmm. behind you, you know. With, yeah. with, <laughs> typical with, African you know, moms. Exactly. The typical African mom, you know. And so I think this um, hard work, this resiliency, which has not come very natural, to be honest. I, I was not, today I can say that I'm very confident and proud of who I am or who I've become and the, basically not who I've become per se, because I believe, I, as I said, I still have a lot of things that I want to I want to accomplish. So I am grateful for the journey God has put me on. That is the right phrasing. Yeah, I'm very yeah. grateful for the journey that, that I, I, I have to put on because I understand without a doubt that without him, it wouldn't have been possible. I, I just know that. I know that me being here is it, just grace. I, mm. I know it without a doubt. Oh, wow. And knowing that, you know, having that, that faith within me has sustained me to, you know, be so outwardly so outspoken because uh, uh, for a long time I wasn't that person for a long Mm. time I wasn't that confident for a long Mm. time I wasn't confident in my skin and who I was and where I was going because I didn't see that I was going anywhere okay to start with and I I, and, and it was so overwhelming because I didn't see anybody that looked like me talked like me yeah had the same struggle that I had yeah. going towards the field that I want to go in you mm. know so I was a lot of I, I was very I, I didn't have a lot of orientation around that even though my mom you know pushed me hard I didn't know okay, wh- where do I belong and then also how do I make you know the, the right combination the right conclusion of where I used to belong or wh- where I belong in terms of my heritage and where I belong now in terms of my nationality which is German but I am Ghanaian you know mm-hmm. bringing these things together has caused a lot of confusion with for me and I know a lot of youth also that it has caused a lot of confusion for me so now I can say boldly hey I'm I'm grateful for the journey that mm-hmm. that I'm on I'm, I'm a woman on a journey I'm a woman number one of faith I'm a woman with a dream mm-hmm. I'm a woman on a journey oh, and wow. I'm a woman that is grateful for that journey the good the bad and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> we always have to be grateful. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. So do you have any parting advice for our listeners this evening, Claudia? Um, yes. I, you know, take life one step at a time. Mm. You know, don't get too overwhelmed with anything in life because usually things always going to play out good for you god's god God is always going to show up if there's one thing i can tell you is that whatever you believe in it's always going to work out for your good Mm. believe believe that and number two and i think this is the strongest advice one of my mentor told me is that if you want to do good in this world if you want to be successful become a person of value and to become a person of value you've got to really invest in yourself because wow. nobody's going to show up for yourself. Wow. Nobody is going to be successful the way you can be successful. Nobody is going to, you know, put the work in your life that you can put in your life. Mentors will come and go. Friends will come and go. Family will come and leave. But the only person that stands there for you is you. Is you. So if you, you got to show up your best self every blessed day, every day. Success is not, you know, that fancy thing that we see on YouTube that is the accumulation of my fewer things. Successful means that I did not want to wake up today and I did not want to do my hair, but I still did it. I still went out and I still impacted somebody, you know. Hmm. And if you go up and this is like right now I'm on a journey where I say, God, whenever I wake up, help me identify that person that needs to hear a word from you however that work may look like yeah and to me I, I i believe it is to motivate people to help them you know i, I speak to everybody i don't care what, what race what nationality what gender what sex what sexual orientation you have to me is really you know believe in the good of yourself by investing in yourself knowing that that good that you place in yourself is going to help somebody else mm-hmm. it's going to advance humanity this wow. is the parting words I would leave for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Claudia. Oh my God. I am going to literally, honestly, I'm, I'm going to bask in all that you've 
you know talked about this evening it's it's um it's been very uh eye-opening uh enlightening and uh encouraging as well thank you so so no, much thank you thank we really you appreciate you host. uh thank you <laughs> thank i try you. i try uh, <laughs> thank you. i'm trying to see how how yeah. well i can continue to improve so learning from all that you've <laughs> talked about this evening i still need to keep improving myself i need to keep you know pushing myself uh to be a value to myself as well so thank you for it I, all no, no, thank you. No, I, I think, you know, it's like in life, we have so much to to uh, be weary of. We have yeah. so many things. Life gives us just so many things to worry about. Yeah. But when you understand that everything's going to work out for the good of you, and basically it is in, within your responsibility of how you're going to react towards what you see, yeah. you take a whole different perspective of life. Yeah. It, basically, a lot of things are in your hands. You can change them. Hmm. Hmm. Even if the current situation may not look like it, and even right now, you know, we are rage, we are angry, and we are tired. Hmm. But I think still, this is an opportunity for us to say and change this narrative and change the course of history that we, you know, we started somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But we have the possibility right now to change this narrative and to shape the history in the way we want it to look like. To be, so we should yes. grasp it, you know, yes. exactly. Yes totally wow thank you so much claudia honestly thank if i can so have much, you Bill. here it, we would just keep going on and on and on and anytime, on and on anytime 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 <laughs> i enjoyed it so so much anytime, anytime okay thank you thank you so much so to thank our you. dear listeners thank you for uh uh you know taking time out to listen to to this uh conversation uh this evening with claudia bruce corte and um of course claudia is also going to be starting her own podcast oh hooray yes yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, I'll be needing a lot of your help. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. No worries. So yeah, so Claudia is going to be starting a podcast, and definitely we will uh, be teaming up to you know to learn even more uh, from Claudia. So uh, thank you so much, Claudia, and uh, yeah, thank you, our listeners. And this is Bim Bimbola, whichever way you want to call me. My mom calls me Bim. <laughs> this is Bim signing out of uh, Blue Citron Podcast. Thank Thank you and see you in the next episode. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.